This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing. But rest assured, you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because when I want my spicy shrimp pad thai, I want it on time. Because, baby, there's no time like the present, especially when it's pad thai related. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time, pad thai, baby. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends 219-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See uber.com slash uber1 for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimums apply. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event of the evening. 60 minutes of football fun and banter with Chris and Lester Till I Die TV. Are you ready? Ready? Let's get ready to rumble. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Like, follow, and join in now. This is your host, Chris. 
No, God, please, no, no! I know, I'm sorry, but he's cheap and available. How rude. Right, Chris. <laughs> All right, guys, very cheap, very available, ladies just in case you're watching. How the devil are you all? Once again, a happy new year to you, if it's your first time of tuning in. This is Question Time. This is your show where you set the agenda. If needed, we start off with one question ourselves, and then we just basically, wherever the show goes, wherever you take us from the questions that you can ask in the comments about Leicester City. Um, a couple of things just to announce. Um, this is coming up soon. It's a new quiz. Uh, who wants to be a football heir? Not footballer, a football heir. Uh, it's a new quiz. Um, unfortunately, it's only points you get. And of course, they don't make prizes on Leicester Till I Die. And you don't get a million pounds, but you do get a million points, which are slightly, how can I say, not quite as valuable as a thousand nectar points. <laughs> which is worth about 2p, I think. So, uh, hey, it's coming up soon. We're just putting the finishing touches to it, trying to work out if it is feasible, and we're going to do that. And, of course, returning soon is the home and away quiz as well. But I also want to say a big, huge, huge thank you. Unbelievable, this. Um, I updated and, and was checking my my my. Uh, Checking my bits, uh, the other as you do. Uh, New Year resolution: check your bits. And I, um, I found out this is how many podcasts were downloaded last year. On that's a whole year on uh, Lester Till I Die podcasts. Forty-two thousand one hundred and seventy-two. That's like one hundred and fifty-five a day. That is just unreal. Most shows that we do here live on Leicester Till I Die TV are converted into podcasts straight after and are uploaded. You've probably seen the links. Not all. The watch-alongs and if it's very much like a shirt show or something that is visual, we can't. But we upload most of our content to podcasts. But within 12 months to get over 42,000 downloads and just literally, guys... <sighs> Thank you. Thank you. That's all I can say. Uh, I've just got to say as well, and please don't read anything into the fact that I've got these next to my computer. But I've got a box of tissues here and it is available for any Newcastle fan or any Arsenal fan that wishes to borrow them. Because I've noticed already certainly Newcastle fans starting to cream themselves once the transfer window opens that they're going to get Yuri Tielemans. I think this is the third... I think this is the third transfer window that Arsenal fans have been creaming themselves and been putting uh, um, Tillemans head onto um, onto an Arsenal shirt. Uh, I don't know what it is with Leicester players and Arsenal, but you know Vardy didn't want to come, Madison he, he didn't come, did he? And now Tillemans keep 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 wanking guys because. That's probably about as close. If he was going to come, he would come. And don't get me wrong, he will move on. He will move on. Now, whether that yeah, could well be to Arsenal, the top of the league, they're doing very well, and congratulations to them. I think they'll probably win it this season. Same with Newcastle as well. What a fantastic turnaround for them. Obviously, new owners, uh, the money, we know how that works. It, it worked for us. Um, look, just say, yeah, you want. You know, you want James Madison, you want Yuri Tillemans, but what annoys me, and I've said this before, and it isn't every fan, obviously, but what gets me is the entitled fans. That is, well, 
he's going to come because we're Arsenal and you're only Leicester. And it started like that with one or two Newcastle fans as well. Please, please don't, you know, become entitled. You know, certainly Newcastle fans, we want you to be a break from the top six and give us something fresh, not just become 6.1. Scott is in. Good evening, Scott. Hope you are well as well. Uh, like he's there, please like and subscribe to this channel. Great host, great uh, channel. I love you, Scott. Always said that. Always said you were, you were a fantastic human being. Uh, and I'm not fickle at all. And Nate is in. Good evening, Nate. Congratulations, he says, on the downloads. Thank you very much, young man. Much appreciated. Talking of young men, I couldn't find one. So instead, we're going to welcome him back. <laughs> regular on this show and say good afternoon or good evening and happy new year to Dave. Cheeky bugger. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been, it's been a long time, Chris, isn't it? So what? It's been a long time. It has. It, well, we had the World Cup. Oh, what was it? Was it the World Cup, was it? Yeah, I believe it was on. Um, yeah. And then... Um, did, Qatar, did Qatar win it or was it? No. Actually, no. Surprisingly, no. Uh, apparently that brown envelope didn't arrive at FIFA's door in time. Damn it. I just, <laughs> you think they'd have changed the rules to suit them, wouldn't you? Well, like, yeah, well, apparently, though, if you, want, if, you know, if you want to hold the World Cup, all you've got to do is become a chef. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, you know, <laughs> unable to do that, apparently. Yeah, that was excellent, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what one of those is. But I'm guessing that's a dead version. I think anyway, so. <laughs> boom, boom. And then, of course, you know, it was Christmas. And but it didn't feel like Christmas this year, did it? It was very, I think, because of the build-up with the World Cup for the week yeah. before. There was just no build-up to Christmas. No. Plus My the bells fact weren't it, jingled this year. It don't snow down south, does it, where we are? So. No, no. Well, actually, you say that. I did get a bit of snow... Just before Christmas, I'm going to I'm going to be honest yeah. with you. What about uh, the weather? It lasted about two years, uh, two years, two two minutes, and then disappeared. But, Indeed, uh, but generally, anyway. generally does at our age, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask you afterwards how you make it last two minutes, mate. <laughs> Concentration. <laughs> Think of England. Think of England. <laughs> um, so let, let's start this off. Can I say, guys, please get your questions in the chat and uh, that will form the basis of the show. Um, to get us, let, let's get going again with, with this question. I would love to know what your thoughts are on this day because I have decided that the easiest thing for me to do is. Build a, build a gate in the fence because I'm swapping sides so often when it comes to um, Mr. Rogers. I mean, last season I was prepared to stick by him and say, let's give him the new season, see how it goes. Um, we had an awful start to the new season when I did the um, Rogers, please get out of my club post for the BBC. Just in case you don't know, and I'm sure everybody does, um, I am a contributor to, and I've got to say contributor, to the BBC website every Tuesday with the Tuesday Talking Point. And that's on the BBC website, the Leicester City homepage. Um, so, yeah, I was saying get out of our club. Then we started to, to win games. Uh, we started to not let goals in. Um, the World Cup came at a bad time, let's be honest with you. Um, and we're back to how it was. 
But Ooh. even when we were winning, we were beating, and it is important that we beat clubs around us, but should he go? Should he stay? Should he be given January? I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I started off the same way as you. I mean, I've always supported him. Um, and I think, you know, he, he's obviously done well for us. Yeah. But I do start to fear when you see, you know, having watched his substitutions, his team selections, um, Tielemans was, I mean, Tielemans was dropped. Was it Liverpool, wasn't it? Because he yeah. needed a taller player in. I mean, come on, you know. He's got he's got things like Thomas marking the biggest forward in the box on corners. Um, was that on Fulham? I can't remember what game it was. And that was Fulham, I think. That Fulham, was, Fulham, was it? Yeah. yeah. So that's never going to work. Um, he he doesn't bring a substitute on to make a difference to about the seventy fifth, eighty. Well, seventy fifth if you're lucky, eightieth minute. Yes. Uh, where I noticed Pep against Chelsea. I didn't watch the whole game. Chelsea City, but he actually brought people on around the 60 65th minute. Well, Brendan used to, didn't he? Because he did. I yeah. Yeah. That we concede more goals. 20% of the goals we concede are from the 60th to the 90th minute. Mm. Um, and I just in that timed in with his substitution, but now it does seem to have got back to the 70th minute. And I'm thinking, I mean, 20 minutes. It, you know, if you're losing at half time, then you know things are going wrong. Make some changes then. Yeah. And the injury crisis, that, that worries me as well, because we seem to go through that a lot. And that's um, that's happening too often. It's a bit like mm. the Wenger days with the hamstrings. You know, I'm getting feedback on here. Are you all right? Um, yeah. So, you know, what have we got? Eight players out, of which six almost definite first-team starters. Somebody, I read, and I don't know who wrote it, one of the journalists wrote, and hi, Randy, how are you, sir? Um, it said that Rogers does not have a small squad, and you can't blame a small squad because everybody has the same size squad. What he has is a small group of players that he trusts. And I'm going to say, you know, we, we saw that, um, we saw that, post in, in the Facebook group about Amati. But it's funny that we've got a international centre-back that is, well, in fairness to you, we built our defence around him at one point, can't get into the team, is lucky if he gets onto the substitutes bench, and yet he's wanted by one of the biggest clubs in Europe, regular quarter-finalists uh, in, in, in Real Madrid, no, sorry, Atletico Madrid, sorry, and yet, you know, Soyuncu, as much as I love Amarty, Soyuncu to me is a better defender. There's no doubt about that. And when he's come on, I think he's probably once. Um, was it the Man City? Did he play against Man yeah, City? I, 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 City? Yeah. Yeah, I've forgotten all this. Um, he did all right, Soyuncu. I mean, nothing and wrong he did with all Stockport. I know it was only Stockport in the FA Cup, but him and Vestergaard did, did fine in that. And yeah, just... Vestergaard's done one, one or two things wrong, hasn't he? Badly. But mm. Amati's done a lot of things badly. Even though he's played well, well just before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. 
Sorry, say that again. Sorry, I missed that, Dave. Sorry. Yeah, Amati was playing, starting to play well just before Christmas. Yes, yes. I mean, he'd been he'd started off yeah. on the left, which was totally wrong. Yeah. Um, moved him to the right, and yes, he was starting to play well. But as it's been said, you know, we haven't been beaten a top twelve side since I don't know how you class the top twelve, but the top twelve side like March last year or something. I mean, it's been absolutely oh. ridiculous. And you're not going to Chris when you def when you defend like that against no. Man City at home. We should have taken them, but we defended for seventy five minutes because that was the plan, and then the last fifteen we murdered them. But we should have, I mean, it was frustrating as hell to watch. Um, we could have had them. They were weak that day. Mm. But it, we didn't. It, no, no. I just, I was prepared to give him time because none of us knew what was going on in the summer. And I do blame Top and the club for that and Susan Whelan. That, you know, they should have sort of, what they said on transfer deadline day in the Man United uh, programme about, FFP and, and the money situation. If they'd explained that at the start of the season, a lot of the fans would have said, fine, let's get behind the club, blah, blah, blah. Um, however, I was prepared to give him that time. And it <laughs> and it, we, we, we're just back to square one. And we are getting a hell of a lot of injuries. I mean, what is going on? Because, you know, because he's only got that small set of players that he seems to, to like and trust to play... Players are being rushed back, but we're getting so many injuries. Fafana, when he joined us, was surprised at the intensity of our training. Mm. And, and you know, you've got other issues as well, haven't you? I mean, Vardy, what, would he put two or three away against Fulham in his good yeah. old days? Yeah. Um, didn't even look like he was going to put them away. No. Uh, we had some some very bad decisions up front. People were saying that we've got nobody up front, but... I, you know, we could have had four, four goals at least against Fulham. Well, I, I said, do we need to look at a striker in the transfer window? And I got shot down. Um, but you know, Daka's not scoring. Inacho's not. I mean, Inacho's uh, not getting a game, is he? Really? Oh, exactly. Yeah, no, no, exactly. And and Vardy, I mean, you know, he, he would have scored that goal against Fulham, and it was a daisy shot that the goalkeeper easily easily got down yeah. to. Um, I just they do say, and I'm, I've got to say, while we're talking about managers, and I apologize that I forgot to do this at the start, but uh, RIP to Gianfranco um Viali, uh, who passed away, uh, yeah, 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 so sad. yeah, yeah, uh, RIP to him, but uh, uh, I just wonder if his time, you know, I think every manager does have a time uh limit. I mean, somebody said here. Scott, it was. If we're going to do something in regards to Rogers, yeah. it should have been before the window. Yes, it should. But then, if we are doing the policy that we used to, which was we've got this set up, we've got the new, it's the first window for the new um, transfer director, whatever you want to call him, um, and just let Rogers get on with the managing. I don't suppose it matters when we get a new manager in. Well, I think so. I think it depends what the style the manager is going to play. Mm. So you want the players to suit that style, um, you know? Yeah, we, I mean, if, he's not going to go unless he resigns. He's not going to go. They'll stick with him throughout the season. So yeah. I can't believe we're going to spend a lot of money either. Um, you know, we're not going to get a lot of money for Tielemans, um, right. Madison, probably not either. 
so, you know, there's no money going to come in from players. Um, Pereira, nobody's going to pay a lot of money for him. Um, you know, I mean, it's just, yeah, I mean, you know, Nate said if we're lucky and we'd have beat Liverpool, yeah, but somebody once said in football, you make your own luck. Yes. And, and that's the problem with Leicester. We don't. Um, you know, we, yeah, we gave two silly goals away against Liverpool, but what was happening there? You could clearly hear the keeper shout, and yet it, Amati did the same. Keeper shouts, keepers, then that's his job to deal with it, then, not the defender. And yeah, yeah, I, 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 I know, I know where you're coming from. The thing that gets me with that is, and I agree, Nate, we were unlucky, but. <sighs> How many times are we going to say, oh, we were unlucky today, or it was a bad day at the office? You know, if we have that many bad days at the office, if that was a business, the office would be shut down. Yeah. Now, how, you know, do we say when we get relegated at the end of the season, oh, we were unlucky? No. Don't, don't you think, Chris, in that last half hour, I think it was, or maybe even more, we looked really good until we got in the final third. Oh, nothing. Nothing in the and final third at all. Run out of ideas. I yeah. mean, somebody mentioned on your one of your Facebook posts, Barnes is a one-trick pony. Uh, I mean, I'm having to think that now. You know, we know what we know what he's going to do every time he gets the ball. So, so defenders clearly do. Yeah, but, um, I mean, what, what gets me with people saying about Barnes, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here, but... Our top goal scorer is James Madison. Mm. He's out. Our second goal scorer, with one goal behind him, is Harvey Barnes. So if every, if we drop Harvey Barnes, like everybody says, what shit would we then be in? Because, you know, it, it's well, our second top goal scorer. Because you can't well, rely on the strikers to do anything at the moment. Well, Iniacho and Vardy scored how many goals when they played together? Exactly. Exactly. What, yes. Have they played together since? Mm. I don't think they have. So what? You know, that's what I. Probably the first question I'd ask Brendan Rogers: Why? You, mm. you find a women formula, winning formula, and then you never do it again. No, no. <laughs> Something nothing. in his head must say, "No, I, I can't trust them to play together up front." Well, mm. I know he doesn't play two up front, which is another mistake, I think. But that's what do I know? I just when, think. When that you see... <laughs> but. You know, I mean, I've been a manager in the past and quite often, as much as you go into your boss and go, yeah, that was my idea, quite often you've just stumbled upon it and yeah. thinking, oh, yeah, that works, I'll claim that. But that's how it works. You know, you do stumble across these things. And you, sometimes you look at it and you go, shit, that did work, actually. Um, but, but once you find something that works, stick with it. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's what you didn't do. He goes back to the old formula, and then we yeah. go. Th we have a good run. What was it? Five games, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And then he goes back to the old ways, and, and we're back to nothing again. Yeah. And let's be honest. All right, Newcastle are flying, but we'd expect to beat them at home. You know, we definitely expect to beat Fulham at home. And the way Liverpool are doing it, we'd want a point out of that. You know, yeah. Seven seven points we haven't got. And, and looking at the beginning of the season, Brentford home, Southampton home, look at them now. You know, mm. these are games that we should be pissing, not, you know, throwing them away. And that's no, the problem. No, it, but I, I can say that it's the way that you lose as well. And yes, you could say the performance against Fulham in the second half was decent. 
you know, the, the, again, in, in you know, in the last third against um, the last third of the match against Liverpool, but the matches are ninety minutes long. We can't, yeah. By the time we've gone, yeah. we've not, you know, we've gone a goal down. We can't suddenly then start playing. No, a Newcastle game, Marty did a Marty, um, didn't he? And that, you know, two goals down in God knows how many minutes. You're not going to get back from that, are you? No, in, in fairness, I've got to be honest with you. I think for the first goal, phase played him into trouble. The phase um, has been playing everybody into trouble the last few games. He has. He's not. I can't believe know. it. Yeah, it, 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 it's. But you know, when, like you say, when the whole team is playing badly, um... <laughs> when when the whole team was playing badly, when he came in, he was playing well. He got them going. Mm, I, I just, I mean, I hope because he's still a young lad. I hope he's not been phased by um oh, being, by being in, in the World Cup squad. I'm gonna ha- I'm sorry, I'm sorry, just hold it there. Hold it there, Dave. You know uh, you know what you are going to get, don't you? Mm. Uh, I've just got to find it, but here we go. Even Simon Cowell can't believe you came out with that one. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> that. The we sad are... thing was it wasn't intended. <laughs> we are literally two points off the relegation zone. Yeah. We are five points off 12. So that gap is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Um, before we move on to the next question, we have got the FA Cup Came coming up, and I want to uh, talk because when he brought that up, I want to bring that up. But do you get rid of Rogers or do you stick with him? Well, I don't think it's, I think he'll, they'll stick with him. Okay, what yeah. I'd do, would I, would got, I would have got rid of him before the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. And then you, if we lose to Gillingham, well, we or if, to we Gillingham. Lose to, if we lose to Newcastle, or if we lose to Nottingham Forest, those are our next three games. Mm. Are those any are those any of those games sackable games? No, no, I don't think so. Now I think he's through the. Um, I think you know he's got the power, um, and he'll stay, mm. and and he'll promise like he did against Forest in the cup. We have a sort out in the summer. Yeah, and he, he he shouldn't have said that. Um, but you see, I mean, we've—I was at Harlow that fateful year. Um, I was at home to Wickham that fateful, mm. fateful year. Uh, so losing to them, Jules, is not going to be a sackable thing; it'll just be a blow. Um, I think normally, but, if we're doing well, and Rennie, you know, brought this up early, he's looking forward to the FA Cup game. I'm not, if I'm honest with you. We are playing the 92nd team out of 92 in the football pyramid, in the top, you know, in the professional game, in the top four tiers. So we are playing the bottom team. They've won two games all season. They scored seven goals all season. They haven't, come, they haven't conceded many, but... Uh, so if we cannot beat them, and whether we've got injuries or not, we have got... We are a Premier League side with Premier League players, with internationals, internationals that are sat on the bench... And if that's Vestergaard, is a Danish international. If that Soyuncu is a Turkish international. We should have the players to beat Gillingham. Yeah. But am I confident we're going to beat Gillingham? Not at all. I'm going to be watching it, you know, from behind the sofa. 
uh, because the Gillingham manager has come out today, Neil Harris, says his players will write their names in FA Cup folklore if League Two's bottom club beat Leicester City. Yeah, you well, know, that's not another one we want, is it, on our CV? He, he, no, he's he's sweating on his job as well, isn't he? There's a new owner just come in in America. Um, Neil Harris has got a pretty rubbish record as a manager. Great striker, but hmm. um, lower lower level. But um, as a manager, he he did okay with Millwall. But I think that's about it, isn't it? Uh, yeah. So he's he's got to put it out there. He's got to get the public fired up, and you know he's got to make it as um, toxic as possible for the superstars of the Premier League. But if he, if Rogers picks the right team. The, the battlers, then we'll win. I mean, do you remember, was it a couple of three years ago, we were going through a bad time, and I think Gary Neville said, Vardy's got to start getting nasty again, because that's what makes him mm. such a special player. Vard, Jamie Vardy's not nasty anymore now. I haven't seen anything that tells me that he's going to put some the boot in somebody, or he's going to knock him about a bit, or, you know, he's just running around like a headless chicken and clapping hands. Like, but we haven't you? got any of those sort of players, have we? We haven't got a Wes no. You know, no. we haven't got a, a a Jerry Taggart, you know, Matt Elliott. We've not got players that will, you know, st- <laughs> say, come and get me if you want me sort of thing, you know. Um, no no right team, no midfield, yeah. you know, general. Um and I, I just, I just worried that say, you know, this is this is the game where, you know, if confidence is low, and we've got Newcastle coming up, I just, I just fear that if we lose this, I think it, it, it would be time to say goodbye to him. Well, I do, but I mean, it's not going to happen, Chris. Mm. You know, it, it would have happened by now. It would have happened after those those first five or six disgraceful games that we had. Yeah, um, but it's not going to happen now. Um, not yet, anyway. Uh, Scott I, said possibly the end of February. I mean, he didn't have any money to spend. He's got money to spend now. We're looking at a couple of players in the five to eight million pound bracket that are going to grow youngsters. Um, he's got to get the jan- or the whole club's got to get the January transfer window right, hasn't it? Yeah, and I think he's got to buy an experienced centre-half. Because mm. if he's not going to play the two centre-halves we've got, Johnny Evans ain't going to be fit for a while. And if he is, he'll get injured again. I still say a Marty's not a centre-half. Um, so, we haven't got anybody else, have we? So, surely... No, that's it. <laughs> Basically, it at the moment. I mean, we have. Yeah. We have. We've got Vestigar, but we, we won't... Well, we haven't got players that Brendan will pick. That is the problem. Yeah. But, but why? Because you're paying him a decent salary. For yeah. God's sake, give him a chance. All right, he messed up a couple of times in the past, but so is Amati. Amati keeps messing up. He gets in yeah. the team. Yeah, uh, it, it is It is favourites. And it's going past the where you could say, well, favourites yeah. are your, your preferred lineup. It, it, it's gone past that with, with Rogers for me. What um, I will say, Chris, with Amati, is that I reckon if you played him in midfield, if you midfield's full, I know it's the only place we're full. But I mean, he does lay a good through ball. If you've watched some of the balls he's played out when he does play it out and not backwards, he can thread a ball through defenders. Mm. And but he just makes too many mistakes. He's a bit like um, uh, Samari in midfield. You know, Samari looks good and then messes up and we lose a goal. 
a lot of the stuff comes from midfield. Do, do you think, which game do you think Rodgers is going to be more focused on? Newcastle, but, you know, in the in the quarterfinal, is quarterfinal, but let's be honest with you, if present form is to go anything like that, they're going to stuff us, uh, or, 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 the, uh, or the Gillingham. Well, if it was me, I'd make sure we got through the Gillingham game. Mm. And then, you know, the League Cup... Yeah, it'd be nice, but there's some bloody good sides left in here. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. It is. It is a case of if we lose to to Newcastle, mm. you kind of go, well, you know, look how Newcastle are doing, sort yeah. of thing. But um, but he's got to sort the league out because we are dangerously close. I mean, oh, you know, I think we've scored something like five or six more goals than Chelsea, mm. but we've conceded what yeah. more than anybody, but I think Southampton. We have conceded 31. Um, 31 is also Leeds. Uh, 34, oh no, 34 is Forest, 39 Bournemouth, but they had that nine, of course. Um, 33 Southampton. Right. It's not not looking good. Scott says here, my question to you both is, are we going to have a busy transfer window, i.e. plays in and out? Uh, due to so many players having very short times on their contracts. I mean, I think he's come out and said, doesn't he? You know, if anybody doesn't want to be here, then let them go. Um, <laughs> the problem is he'd probably have to uh, <laughs> stand and hold himself against the door to stop everybody in the team wanting to leave at the moment. Well, there's only uh, two of those players uh, coming out of contract soon, I think, that, that are playing. Yeah. And is it Amarty's only got a year left? Amarty, I think, finishes in the summer, yeah. Yeah, so, Mad- you know. I mean, Evans, I'll let him go. I'm sorry, why are we yeah. offering a new contract to somebody who, to be, to be fair, is never going to play or hardly going to play? I'd rather have him on the coaching stuff and doing something like that. Yes, I agree that. totally. I agree. You know, let's start him off with the kids. Let him let him work his way up through his badges. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think he's unless we're doing it on a you know pay as you play sort of thing. Why are we signing somebody who's who, who spends more time in in hospital? Yeah. In fairness, though, I think for me, I mean, you know, this Victor Christianson from Copenhagen um, is one that they're looking at. Um, and he said he'd love to come to the Premier League. Um, we've, yeah, we've got this Awani, this Moroccan, who apparently we were looking at before the, the World Cup. Yeah. Um, we've got this Kutara, an 18 million player. Um, I mean... So's all the other clubs, aren't they, in the top half of the table, apart from the top five. I don't, yeah, um, I don't think we can be looking at the 30, 40 million pounds. You know, right. it's a case of do we buy one for 30 million or do we go out and buy two or three for like 10 million? Um, it has to be the latter. And if it goes back to not letting Brendan pick and, and letting, you know, the, the team do their um, uh, their stuff, you know, that we can pick some good players up. That's that one I was worried about because I'm thinking, oh, he's had one good World Cup, and, but apparently... We had been looking at him prior to the World Cup. I'd have Harry Maguire back, you know, for about twenty million. Totally, I would. I, I said this the other day, and I did get a bit of a, a stick back. But 
I would well possibly on loan. I don't know. I mean, obviously we're not you're not we're not going to have to pay eighty million for him now. But no. he was a good player when he left us. I would you know he knows the club, he knows everybody there, he knows the way we play. Um, it was a big move for him, big wage, made captain very quickly. He was good when he left us. Man United was the team that made him bad. In good my for eyes. England, Ooh. you know. Yeah, good for England. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't hold any grudges against him for doing that. No, no, not at all. Um, you know, but then again, who has been good in that Man United defence over the last couple of seasons? But no, I agree with you. You know, let's start a petition. Get, get Maguire back. <laughs> <laughs> um, if we lose Tielemans and Madison, are the players we're looking at good enough? I mean, look, you know, Madison was... What, in the championship with Norwich, wasn't he? I think they came up that year, didn't they? I think they, and they may year. well have done. So he was a gamble. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Scott, no, I wouldn't have him as captain, would you, Dave? No, but I don't know who I'd have. <laughs> no, that's I don't think um, to bring him in if he, if he was brought back in. And, you know, are United even thinking of that? But. I don't think we can make a captain like that. Dewsbury Hall, I suppose. I mean, he's be 26, 27. You know, he's he's a Leicester lad. I mean, why not? Who's that, sorry? Dewsbury Hall. Well, he's been called a future captain, hasn't he? You yeah. know, he's the only one that seems to show any guts sometimes. Uh, how much do we have to spend? Well, we got, what was it, 80? What did we get for Fafana? Was it 80? 80, 80 odd, yeah. Some of that will have had to have gone on to St Etienne, I'm sure. The site, you know, yeah. Uh, sell on we've, we've factored that, haven't we, with the bank? Yeah. So yeah. we'll have to pay them a fee. And we've obviously spent a little bit of it on, on phase. Um, so we'll probably, I think we've probably got about 30 odd million to spend, possibly. Um, it's outrageous, isn't it? Yeah. Andrea <laughs> says we will not go down. <laughs> I wish I had your confidence. Um, I don't think we will. Uh, Vard, no, there we go. Um, Scott says, do you think Vardy has had his head turned a bit now he is co-owner of a, to a club in the States? Um, I think no. he's just getting old. Mm. I think he's had his head turned a lot more when he was playing for England and getting, you know, chatted up and, you know, Arsenal coming in for him. I know his team has been in um, trouble, as in results recently. But no, I don't think he has. That's a, that's a separate project. I think. Do you, would I you agree, Dave? Yeah, I did notice as well against in the Fulham game. He, we were going back to the through balls a little bit more than I've noticed of late. We started to play him on a bit quicker, which is why the chances came. Well, I tell you what, I I think that has something to do with the fact that Marco Brighton was on the pitch. Yeah, yeah, he had a good game, didn't he? He did. Yeah. He had a. I would start him against Gillingham, get a couple of goals in, and and get yeah. ahead. He sort of, you know, he was the one that went well. You know, almost a case of saying, "Well, if we don't get the balls to Vardy, he isn't going to score." And it was like, "My God, we've still got this player. Why isn't he coming on at all?" Yeah. Well, I don't know. You tell me, because he's certainly better than Perez and one or two others that have played. Although some people, some people have, did say Perez man of the match against. Yeah, well, maybe. But but he, 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 just, we don't see it often enough, do we? 
no he does he does some pretty good stuff and then he makes simple errors when yeah. you've got a chance to actually create something yeah um, i was thinking um tonight was it or the other night what would we pay to have um gray back damari gray <laughs> I, I he couldn't get couldn't get a game could he no, and I always like Demari Gray. And Doug, yes, it is. It's on uh, twelve thirty tomorrow. Doing a watch along. Um, if you want to join us, mate, for that. But we're doing a watch along from twelve. It's on the BBC uh, at half past twelve. Demari Gray. I mean, I I've got a mate who was a Birmingham fan that absolutely hated me when we signed him. Um, I had I had great hopes for him. Um, he, he would come on as a substitute. And absolutely turn it on. But when he started, it yeah. seemed to like lose his way. And don't forget, I will always, always love him for scoring that goal against Cardiff after the um, after the chairman passed. I had um, a Birmingham mate, Chris, who hated him. Really? When we signed him, he said he's rubbish. Why have you signed him? I think was it four and a half million or something? Nothing. Yeah, really. yeah. He, he said I don't he know why you signed him. Like the new Bellingham or somebody like that, wasn't he at the time? But he just what got me was, as much as I liked him when he came on as a sub, there were so many managers that didn't like him. Mm. It wasn't just one manager. You know, every every manager seemed to sort of have the he's, same. He's got an attitude, hasn't he? A, a sort of attitude yes. that looks glum. Like Perez. Perez, his hands in the air when it goes wrong or he doesn't get the ball he wants. They're mm. both similar characters, really. Yeah. I can turn it on, but then... Don't really make it. The daughter is in. Good evening, Heather. How are you? Uh, how was Amsterdam? Must have been um, your best behaviour now. <laughs> yes, you better be. No, no swearing now. The daughter's in. Um, no. she, she's a, training to be a psychologist, or she is a psychologist. So she'll, if you oh, swear a lot, she'll be saying, "Oh, he's got problems there." Yeah, she's um, listening to the right show, then, isn't she? <laughs> yes, we need you, Heather. A bit of experience. Um, but how was Amsterdam, and how is Josh? Did you both have a good time over there? As only time I talk to her is on the show. I'm not I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, Ray says, and that is the problem with Leicester City, the way we play. We won the Premier League with two strikers up front. We won the Cup with two strikers up front. We can't accept what we are. Yeah. I'd, I'd agree. I mean, he doesn't even try it. He tried it against Brighton away, and we were we scored straight away. Mm. Um, I mean, it was a terrible defence against Brighton. Yeah. Uh, I mean, embarrassing, wasn't it? Um, yes. But what well, we look good going forward, and that's what we were doing in the early days, looking good going forward. Couldn't defend for Toffee. We started to defend, and we conceded what one in five or something ridiculous. Yes, yeah. Now we've I mean, scored one in three. We're used to stubborn managers, aren't we? Let's be honest with you. You don't get much more stubborn than Nigel Pearson. No, <laughs> but... Having said that, I was in my local my local Audi. It's the one below me, and. Um, I bought some ostrich burgers, so we'll see how see how they go. I did have to dig them up, though. That was the only thing. But uh, I've got some. But we know how stubborn he was, and how long it took for Mark O'Brien to get into the team in that you know in the greatest game. Yeah. Once he did, yeah. the change that it made. Um, I just. I think as a manager, you know, and you say you've done it as well. It's very difficult to make a big change. Because mm. you think, well, I didn't believe in that 
five, ten games ago, if I suddenly tell everybody I was wrong, how does that look? So that's what the stubborn bit comes in. And they say, well, you know, I think these, this is the best team and this is the best way to play. But hang managers on, we're that learn as they go along. Um, they you know, yeah, a manager that says like, oh, I, I don't like to walk from, but I had to play to walk from, you know, Vardy and Inacho in that at that time because of injuries. And we suddenly went on a winning streak. So maybe I'm big enough to to encompass that and welcome that in and accept that. That yeah, you know, like we said before, you know, I've stumbled across this. The best managers, because you can't always get the players you want. We you know we can't all go out and sign Harland and, and Grealish and all that. But the best managers make the best of what they've got. And that's why I'm I've actually grown to like Sean Dyche more since he was sacked by Burnley than when he played for Burnley. You know, and he has said he did what he could do with the players he had and could afford to buy. You know, and he said, you know, with the, I looked at the players I've got and I thought, this is the way I've got to play because that fits their style. Mm-hmm. And all right, it went wrong in the last one, but, you know, for a few seats, it got them into Europe. And, you know, that is what Brendan Rodgers doesn't seem able to do. No, no. And he he also can't treat players. I mean, he talks about Sancho as if he's his best friend. You know, we all love him. We want to give him a new contract. Well, why don't you play him? I mean, he don't suddenly go from being a, a what a pl- top. Sorry, he was in the uh, league side, was it, the end of the season? The Premier mm. League side? From yeah. that to being a second-rate not even getting on the bench sometimes. It was crazy. Totally. You're a defender, Chris, and you, you've got four defenders out. You'd expect to get a game, wouldn't you? I mean, Vesco would. would expect a game. Well, you would when you were being, being a regular before. Yeah. You know, I mean, if he's not performing in training and not giving 100% that Roger said he wasn't, then he shouldn't even be in the squad. No. But he's making the, the, the substitutes bench. Well, we shouldn't um, be offering him a new contract, should we? Well, he's offering him a new contract, I think, because basically we're in the shit when it comes to defenders. Well, play him then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I get it. At all. You and me, let's 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 let's, let's, let's have a takeover of the club and we'll run it. Uh, um, well, Andreas, joy. I tell you what, before I come to that, a question I want to ask you, and I accept that when we got rid of, um, well, no, we didn't get rid of um, uh, Rogers in the summer. And I think, you know, in fairness to Top, he looked at it and said, well, I wasn't able to back him because of the money. I mean, I think it was all handled badly and what have you. So that's why I don't want to throw him under the bus, which is fine. And he's given him the chance. Uh, but do you think he's almost scared to sack him? Because you could argue that he's probably one of the, best managers we've had you know he's one of the fa cup he's got his top five twice um and yet is is you know his history as a top manager was second for liverpool and won won it in scotland when rangers were weren't, weren't even in the, in the league half the time but so mm. do you think he's looking at that thinking like oh god i don't get rid of him because he's you know brendan rogers well i think he's a bottler to be honest um mm. he bowled it at liverpool he bowled it twice with us. We should have been in the top four both years. Um, the FA Cup, yeah, that was just a Telemann super strike. 
we got lucky on the VAR. I yeah. think we'd have lost it in extra time. Mm. But uh, yeah, I think he's a bottler, and I, I don't think he's got a plan B, which we've all talked about for a long time. But you sit there in the stand and you're watching it, and you think, why is he not bringing him off and replacing him when he's replacing somebody else that you think actually wasn't having a bad game? Oh well, it's tactics. Well, you know that's easy to say, isn't it? Yeah, because we still play the same way. It's not as if in sixty minutes, if it's not going well, he puts two or three up front. No, he, you know, I think that's what game it was. Um, and he took a defensive midfielder off and put another defensive midfielder yeah. on with about five minutes to go. Like, oh, yeah. I think it was Liverpool possibly. Or oh, let's yeah. hold on to our. We're only losing two one. Let's hold on to yeah. it, sort of thing. You know. Yeah, it's but, crazy. And and we, you know, we are Leicester. I don't know that. But we should still be able to punish a lot of these sides. And I think the problem, that Man City game really made me angry. But it, it sums up how we are now, mentally. We, we don't think we're able to deal with these top clubs. We, you know, we're a Premier team. We shouldn't be defending for 75-odd minutes and hope for a lucky break. Um, you know, it's not going to happen. No. I mean, Andrea says there, Brendan Rodgers needs more respect. Yeah, but we. Yes. In in this lovely world that we call football, respect only lasts as long as you're winning something. You know. Um, know, You've got Claudio Ranieri, who came in, and and the the guy that put in Facebook that uh, we need Claudio Ranieri back, uh, I think he got shot down. <laughs> so I certainly put in there, like, are you sure? This is the guy that uh, the season after he, he won us the league nearly got us relegated. Um, and had the, we had the worst defence of any team that's ever won the Premier League. And I just I just think, you know, either he won us the Premier League and you can say whether he was riding on the back of Pearson, but when you get into trouble, you go. Now, we weren't in as much trouble then as we are now but of course Vichai was in charge then um I just I just think respect you, you you've got to earn respect but the problem is you can lose respect just as quickly can't you Dave yeah and I think Brendan Rodgers did get a lot of respect from the fans when we had ten, 10 injuries you know we were struggling to put sides out let alone anything else and I think yeah. fortunately one game the Spurs game was cancelled because of Covid and Tottenham always cancel their games, didn't they? Yes. Um, but I think we only had about 13 fit men. So, mm-hmm. and, and Rogers got a lot of respect then because we all knew the situation he was in. What I find difficult is when he's got international players that don't even get a sniff when we're struggling in those positions. Mm-hmm. That's what I find difficult. And when he won't accept that maybe he's got to rethink it about playing two up front, about giving Iniacho a chance with Vardy, who scored a lot of goals together. Yeah. Uh, you and you've also got to look at his transfer policy. Of well, when, you, you know, when you look at he's brought in Bertrand and Vestergaard. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, uh, yeah. But, I just... I, yeah, I saw Bertrand in the early couple of games. And I thought he was okay. But Southampton mates, no, nah, those two we're glad to get rid of. Yeah, that that is a thing. He did look good in in, in the warm up, you know, in the in the pre season game. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, were, they were glad to get rid of, of both of them. But 
yeah, not not his finest hour. So yeah, he's had the respect, but you've got to earn the respect. And it's all right being the players' friend, the, the newspapers' friends, whoever's friends, but it's all about making the decision. The book stops with the manager. He's paid to do that. And, you know, when I, you know, I, I say I've been a manager of a sales team, and when I've been called in and said, like, why, why is it underperforming? You know, if I sit there and say, well, Jack did this and Lucy did that and Bert did the other, and I said, well, what are you doing about it? You know, you can't just blame other people all the time, which Brendan seems to like to do. Um, it's it's up to Brendan to say, right, well, this play is not working. I need to accept. And quite honest with you, again, as managers, you look at it and you think, like, well, that plays, you know, me, that staff member, I don't like him. He's a bit of a big head, but bloody hell, he can sell. <laughs> let, me, let, him, let me take him off this pretty little area he's got and give him his go on the big area. You have to do that. That's what being a manager is, you know, and uh, we could talk about it. The last two managers we gave respect to got us relegated, Peter Taylor and Ian Holloway. And those were, well, Taylor had one and a half seasons, was it? Or two two and a half seasons. He came off the back of of a top side, um, Mm. Martin O'Neill's side, and actually totally took it apart. Um, I mean, yeah. we had Junior Lewis for Christ's sake. Um, and then he, he and Holloway started playing um, Matt Elliott up front, I think, or he might have even sent Matt Elliott to Ipswich on loan. Um, and he was playing defenders up front and not picking goal scorers. But they he still got the respect because what else was there? I think, I think with Ian Holloway, um. I, I did. My son was actually ball boy for one of the the games at Burnley when he was in charge, and I think I think our fate was sealed before Ian Holloway came in. If I'm honest with you, uh, and he wasn't. I mean, he got Blackpool up, so he he, he kind of had the, the a rough end there. But Peter Taylor, oh God, that was the biggest mistake we we ever made, isn't it? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Andreas goes on to say here, what positions do you think we need in? Um, well, centre half, I think, yeah. Yeah, a, a centre half, uh, a left back, certainly, because we've only got Luke Thomas. We haven't got any other options there, other than possibly some of the kids coming through. And I'm nothing against playing them against Gillingham. Um, no. we, you know, they did well last time against Watford. Um, it was the seniors that couldn't do it against Forest. Um, right wing, but we seem to be looking at, for, at people in all those positions. I'm, I'm still think we could do another i think daka for me daka came in a season too late he should have come in a season or whoever not necessarily daka but that's that position should have come in a season earlier when vardy was still doing pretty much okay mm. so that he could have bedded in like soyun with with maguire um but i i i'm still i'm still wouldn't mind a, 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 an up-and-coming striker being brought in, to be honest with you, uh, because, you know, Vardy's not... Vardy's got one goal this season, but nobody criticises him because it's Jamie Vardy, you know, but he's got one goal. So, well, he's, you know, he's not getting the balls. Well, you can He's got to change his game. He's got to change his game. I thought he would do. He's yeah. shown enough quality to be able to do almost a Harvey Barnes. Or yeah. get pick the ball up and then lay it off, and he does make some good goals. He made some good chances. 
Mm. Um, it's Fulham, so you know he can do it, but he needs a striker up there with him. Yeah, yeah. In Scott Inchel, says exactly. here, yeah. What would your preferred formation be if all players are? I think he's fit there with current squad. Well, I'd do a fucking four-four-two. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be honest with you. I would have said exactly the same. And that means that I really do have to um, have to play this. Ladies and gentlemen, England will be playing four, four, fucking two. <laughs> <laughs> I I like four, four, two. I always have done, um, and not just because hey, we won the World Cup and all that shit. Playing that when I was when I was a coach for my son's team, I I used to play them four, four, two when I got the chance. Um, I just think it, it's – there's not the many teams play the two up front, but no. it's worked. It's worked yeah. for us. And the pitch ain't big enough to play two, three, one, four, seven, or whatever it is they do. <laughs> uh, it's only a certain size pitch. You can't have that many formations on it. And I don't understand all that anyway. Because, yeah. you know, it's – I mean, you've got Madison, the best centre midfield players, playing number 10, who plays wide on the right. Hmm. Um, or wide on the left, you know. I mean, what? What's the point? Yeah, um, I, I honestly do not get it. Uh, Scott says here, you both mentioned about Evans early being a coach. Do you think he could be Tory's replacement? No, but for me, first of all, because Tory's gone now, and Evans, he's got to get his coaches' badges. He's not doing very well as a, as a manager. I don't think we're going to have won under him. I think Brenda um, will take him back in a couple of weeks' time. <laughs> Probably. By the I would hope by the time that um, that that Johnny Evans is 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 okay for a replacement, that uh, we probably by then got rid of um, got rid of uh, Brendan Rogers. I do I mean, think. I mean, they're the Mor- Sorry, aren't they getting West Morgan into something like that? There was Isn't talk it? about it. Yeah. But I don't think it ever happened, but. No. They've got to go away. They've got to get their badges. But while they're trying for the badges, why not get them in doing other things around the club? If that's being with the youngsters, Robert Hooth, he's now starting yeah. to do the, the loan job. Uh, he's just started. This is his first window. He's already looking at a few things. So start them there. Um, let's have a look here. We're supposed uh, to be a family, aren't we? Let's make it a family. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we make enough of our past players, to be honest with you. No. Um, I mean, when you have a look, who's on the Leicester City commentary team? Jerry Taggart, Matt Elliott. <laughs> I mean, two bloody good and Steve Walsh. Three bloody good defenders there, none of which are working for the club in a coaching or or advisory no. capacity. Um, could we end up losing the Inacho? I think we could be. Yeah, be such a shame. I mean, I I must admit, when he first came in, I he couldn't. Yeah, a barn door, could he? So no. I wasn't. A, but the more he's got into the club, and the more he's been given a chance, he shows how good he is. Yes. I'm mean, forgetting the goal he scored against Brighton in the cup, but you know he does actually look impressive, and he looks good holding the ball as well. He does, and he's got yeah. a, a good touch for a big guy. In yeah. fairness, you know. So um, I, I think we should just use him more. This yes, is damn fit, isn't he? Yeah, 100%. 100% we should use him more. Yeah, I think um, we will use him, yeah. Uh, Andreas said, I've seen that Leicester are going to buy Callum Wilson. Is that meant to be, I think? Um, 
I, I mean, are we talking about Callum Wilson at Newcastle, who was in the England squad for the World Cup? I don't think he's going to come to Leicester anytime soon. Um, I can't. He got more game time than Madison, didn't he? Yeah, yes. And I, th I think you would like to get Chris Wood back than Callum Wilson. So no, I don't think uh, I don't think we will be in for him. Chris um, Wood, I forgot he was with us. Yeah, yeah. Um, we need more money to spend. Yes, um, we do. But we've also got to be realistic that we have to consider FFP. But I think Top's got to realise now that. Um, we're not going to get into Europe, so it doesn't matter about FFP at the moment, uh, which is the one he was concerned about. Yeah, you know what, Chris? Do you reckon Top saying saying all this because he thinks I'm not sure I can trust him with any more money? He's made some of these signings, so he's not playing. There's a lot of money invested in that team in that squad. He's not playing two of the last his last winter signing, wasn't it? Last January window. Mm. Bertrand and, and Bertrand's not played for what eighteen months or more. No, well, I mean forgetting that's, that that's unlucky. But mm. yeah, you know, you no, think, that, that's that's the thing. I mean, he I don't think he can be trusted with um, no. with, with sales. Um, we we had you know we hadn't in the summer got a um, transfer director. I can't think of his proper title. We have now. Um, so he'll hopefully will be saying like, you know, you tell me what you want, Brendan, and I'll, I'll, I'll find them. <laughs> you know, we waited all that time for him. We've now got him. So he should be bloody good, hopefully. Um, and uh, I, I, if, he's, if we don't trust him, then we should be getting rid of him, surely. And we've got against our policy as well, where we sold a top player every year and bought four or five youngsters yeah. coming through. I mean, Although that's how I we... I think, in fairness, they did expect Tielemans to leave last summer. Well, they had, did they have offers? Mm. I don't know. Does anybody do want Do you think any manager recently, and I'm only saying since Pearson, because he was in charge since we went up, but there hasn't been, or has there been, that natural, well, he's getting old, let him go, replace him with this person. Do you know that conveyor belt? No, um, we haven't. We've gone. So we've gone against our policy. Leicester can only afford to buy if they sell. Until we get a forty-five thousand stadium or something like that, because mm. they can't put any more money in. I mean, they've obviously got money. They're billionaires. Um, the the family are billionaires, so they've got the money, but they're not allowed to. Um, how the hell Man City have got away with it? And clubs like that is beyond me. Man City, what they must get 60,000, 65,000 each week, yeah. So that's what pays for it on the on the paper. Um, but we used to be able to do that, we can't now. We haven't got the quality of for selection, you know. We, we can't get rid of Telemans for 60 million and buy five top players, three of which will get in the first team. Do you think Tielemans has kind of snuck his finger at Leicester by doing well, that? I, I don't know. I think he's shot himself in the foot a little bit because apparently, I don't know how true it is because all you read so much rubbish, don't you? Yeah, yeah. But his, his wage demands have, have put Arsenal off him. Uh, nobody's going to pay him a fantastic amount of money because although he's an international and he's a quality Premier League player, he's not one of the best in Europe. No. And I think you've got, 
look as well as he, you know, when, when he was being hailed as being so good, um, he was in a side that was finishing fifth in the Premier League. He yeah. was in the Belgium side that was the second best in the world. He's now in a in a bottom half team that's two points off relegation in the Premier League, and he's in a Belgium team that absolutely failed miserably at the World Cup. So yeah, that was my bet, wasn't it? That was, I said Belgium would win it, but uh, yeah, you did. So did so did Brad. Just throw that one in there. But yeah. I know. I mean, when you when you um, look, and I'm going to compare it to Maguire because I I. I I totally respect Maguire for this. You know, he he knew that Man United wanted him. He wanted to go to Man United, but he knew his contract was up with Leicester. So, do you know he came to Leicester allegedly and said, "Look, you know, I uh, I, I want to go. I'll, I'll, but my contract's coming up. I don't want you to lose out because you saved me by getting me from you know um, Hall when we got relegated." I'll sign a new contract, six, stick some sort of conditions in there, but at least you'll get some money for me. Now, why couldn't Tielemans just do that? don't know. Maybe he think, thinks it's wrong. Uh, at least he's playing well. You know, he's not done a, a Mares and sold. No, no. And he's, no. He was, I think he was man of the match against Fulham, wasn't he? He, he must have been close. He has, he has given us... You know, he has he has still, you know, committed to playing well and he gives everything. Yeah. But we are going to be losing nigh on forty million pounds when he goes. Now, okay, yeah. we lost thirty million on Slomani, but you know, I just think I just think Tielemans could, could do more for Leicester, to be honest with you. Maybe I mean to be maybe he wants to pay off. I mean he's gonna pick up a few million, isn't he? If there's no transfer fee. Yes. Yeah, there there, there is that. Security yeah. for life for his family. Yeah, that, that I is think true. sometimes we get a bit too overpassionate about what it means to play for your club. I mean, we play for nothing. In fact, we probably pay to play. But mm. for these guys, although they they beat the chest and throw the badge about, it's just a job. Yeah, yeah, that's a, a very point. a very enjoyable job, but it's just yes. a job. No, no, no. That is a that is a fair point. There. And in ten years' time, Tielemans will be over the top. Hmm. Yeah, you've got to make your money yet yeah, while, while, while he's there. There's still a hell of a lot of rumours going around that he may just be signing a new contract. I can't oh, see it, can you? Oh, I'd love it if he did. I mean, wouldn't that stick it up to a lot of people? Yes. Arsenal! Yeah. <laughs> My new, talking about Arsenal, you missed um, that guy that had Mahrez's name put on his shirt at Arsenal. I, I never forget seeing that. Ah, uh, yes. To yeah, mate of mine, a gunner's fat, and he, he said, Look, Mars is coming up. They're printing the shirts already. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> now, I saw a Photoshop today of Tielemans in a in an yeah. Arsenal shirt. It just makes me laugh. Like, like I say, by all means, say he's a great player. We'd love these players at our club, but don't do the he's here, he's ours already. You know, if he That's was yours, Arsenal, then he would have. Yeah. He would have. Um, he'd be uh, there by now, wouldn't he? He'd be there by now. And if Newcastle, yeah. if he was yours, or you want him, just come in and put an offer in for him. Yeah. You haven't. So. Perhaps we should yeah. get some shirts printed with Alan Shearer number nine on the back. See <laughs> <laughs> that works, magic. <laughs> I, I'm going to put Alan Young on the back of mine and see. How is young? How is he? Do you know. I haven't seen him for ages. I don't think his health was so good. I haven't spoken no. to him for ages. Uh, I don't think his health is as good as it was. No. Uh, 
unfortunately, mm. but we send out our best wishes to him. Indeed, we do. Indeed. Yeah. Mate, thank you so much. Welcome back. Um, fingers thank crossed you. tomorrow. Yeah. It's your it next isn't it? Well, no, I mean, Bogner now, and I, Gillingham's sort of, it's out there, and it's, you know, wow. it's or Kent it's, or something like that. It's the southeast, isn't it? Yeah, it's that way, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Closer than Leicester to you. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I was going to say, I can't wait for the Bournemouth game, but I think I'm in Australia when that's on, so... Well, to be honest with you, the, the, I couldn't get it. I've always gone for the Leicester Bournemouth, and for this time I just could not get a ticket. It really... <laughs> yeah. And I wasn't going to sit with the Bournemouth fans again, but uh, anyway. Right. Mate, thank you so much. Just give a shout-out, because you are on the radio, where people can listen to you. Yeah, surreyhillsradio.co.uk. So many different types of presenters, so much different music, just suits everybody. And we're soon to get, with a bit of luck, in a couple of three months, a new breakfast show host. So uh, we'll let you know about that when it gets a bit closer. Don't say too much. <laughs> but no. And the link is in the um, in the uh, in the description below on YouTube to that as well. Uh, just uh, just or just search soyhillradios.co.uk and you will bring it up. Yeah. Harry, oh, I did it! Ah. I did it! Oh, I've done. So well, I oh. told you, Brad. I told you we'd do it, mate. <laughs> oh, God. No. The <laughs> one hour, seven minutes, 19 seconds into the show, and I hadn't done it. Oh, I'll edit uh, that bit out. Don't worry. I'll edit I love it, it out. People I got you, all, got you all unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. You took my mind off the ball there. <laughs> you take care, pal. You as well. All the best. Speak to you soon. Yeah, bye. Bye, guys. Cheers. Do get on to that. uk. Do have a listen. Um, Harry, what's your... Harry, I've done it again. I've done it again, too. Dave, look. Look, I've got this. I've got this. I've got that, and I still did it twice. Dave wakes you up every morning. So if you fancy getting up with a bit of Dave... Soyhillsradio.co.uk is the uh, <laughs> it's the place to find him, and it is Dave. It isn't uh, the other name that I keep mentioning. I'm so proud of myself as well, Doug. I will I'll message you afterwards, mate. Not a problem at all. Um, and uh, tell them to postpone the game by an hour. Five thirty is too early for me, mate. I don't think you might will miss much. Um, <laughs> big old Chris was that Jim Davidson. <laughs> He's been called worse. Oh, don't get me on a third name for him anyway, you know. But, hey, we are going to be back tomorrow, and we will be back tomorrow with this. Coming up next on Leicester Till I Die TV. Join me at 12 o'clock. We're going to be doing the live watch-along. Uh, is on the BBC, but we're going to do the live watch-along from 12 o'clock. Please join us. Get in the chat, have a laugh and a joke. It's a bit like being down the pub with your mates, but at least you can see the telly. Uh, just to say a couple of big thank yous. Um, thank you to everybody who downloaded the podcast last year. 42,172 downloads. It is unbelievable. Unbelievable, Jeff. But I, I just... I just my head doesn't compute that at all. My head doesn't compute that. So thank you very much to everybody who downloaded that. And don't forget, coming up soon, it's the brand new quiz show. Who wants to be a football heir? 
that will be starting within the few weeks uh so thank you very much thank you to everybody that is in the chat i will give you a message um a dog but uh, thank you to everybody who's joined in as as always thanks to harry this has been question time it's the show where you set the agenda and um and you decide what we talk about and uh, don't forget if you are new as um scott has just said there if you are new please subscribe we are heading for the 1.66 i think we're about two off that uh, and if you are subscribed please smash that like button it does help the channel and it gets us seen in places where we wouldn't normally be seen I'm not sure if I want to be seen in a couple of them, but hey ho. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow at 12. Take care. Thanks very much. All the best now. Good night. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. watching these videos are tremendous you'd better like them too or i'll be back lester till i die tv they think it's all over it is sports social podcast network the talk sport fan network is proudly teaming up with free for mental health awareness week this year as football fans we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds however when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.